Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars podcast, an astrology podcast where we give you all of the tea on what's happening in the universe so you can blame your problems on the motherfucking stars. It is Jade here. And it's Kara. And we're here to talk about Mercury and Aries. So with that being said, in honor of Mercury and Aries, we're going to waste no time. We've got no time to waste. We're going to jump right into the episode. No intro. Let's go. But before we actually talk about Mercury and Aries and why that makes us, you know, like that, let's recap what's been going on in the astrology, what's happening, what, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot we got to talk about before we explain Mercury and Aries. So... Venus, Venus and Aries. If you tuned into last week's episode, you would know that Venus entered Aries. It's very potential breakup song vibes. We talked a lot about that. Relationships have been super highlighted. Kara, how's Venus and Aries going for you? <laughs> going pretty good. We actually just had an anniversary, so we went out to dinner. And we weren't sitting on the couch for once because I know that's your favorite thing to say that couples during the pandemic do, but we actually went out to dinner and celebrated. So that was like kind of fun. I really haven't been out, I don't think, in like a really, really long time. And the place was so cute. Like it had like the dim lights and like, I don't know, it was just like good vibes. Yeah, I like Venus and Aries a lot. I like thought that I was going to be like full throttle, like hot girl summer vibes, but honestly, Honestly, I've been enjoying Venus and Aries and I don't want to say too much, but I've been enjoying Venus and Aries a lot. But anyway, <laughs> I'm like, no, I we, we briefly talked about this actually in one of our personal conversations, but I do want to bring it up and just say that hot girl summer isn't only for people who are single. You can be in a relationship and still take care of yourself and look hot and do all the things. Anyways, just wanted to bring that up real quick. Yeah, that's a very valid point to make. But anyway, we're going to leave that on a cliffhangy. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the full moon in Libra. The full moon just occurred like literally a few days before this episode comes out. And I think it actually happens the day before the episode comes out. And I can say I am so thankful for the full moon in Libra too. You know, I really enjoy cardinal energy. The full moon in Libra has been helping so much with my work-life balance Like, my homework and stuff is, like, pretty much done. I'm, you know, suddenly taking time to cook for myself, going on walks. The work-life balance is coming back, full moon in Libra. Wow, we love. We love to see that. What about you? Well, actually, if you listened to last week's episode, then you know that I was actually expecting this full moon to be affecting my identity because it's happening in my first house. And I was just telling Jade this too, but I actually went through my Instagram. First of all, I haven't posted in over a year. Like literally since the pandemic started, I haven't posted a single thing on Instagram. So I feel like that's an accomplishment because I don't know, I think that's funny. But on top of that, I also was like going through my profile and like, you know, archiving old pictures and like things like that. So yeah, I'm in the middle of 
sort of a rebrand. I still haven't committed to buying new clothes, but that is definitely, you know, on the list. And yeah, we'll probably continue to keep you updated on all of those things. Yeah. So also before, you know, Mercury hops into Aries, we're still experiencing Mercury in Pisces as it reaches its final moments in Pisces. It forms a conjunction to Neptune. That's also been going on. I think a lot of people are feeling that one and I think the switch into Mercury and Aries will be really nice. I know a lot of people are going to be excited to hear what we have to say, but yeah, like the Mercury and Pisces, I know like in my friends' lives, in addition to my own life, like people are kind of just like very confused about what's happening. And I don't mean that in like a what's going on, but like they'll be like, oh my God, like is like, you know, is this actually happening or is this fake? Like, you know, like I don't want to, you know, talk about their personal lives. So like I'll just give like, you know, like stupid examples. Like is this cough like real or is it COVID? You know, like, it's everyone just all over the place like oh like is this like good or is it a scam like everyone's kind of just like oh like is this my intuition or am I just like in my head like everyone's kind of in that moment so I think the switch to Mercury and Aries will hopefully bring a lot of people more clarity Kara how's Mercury and Pisces for you my intuition I guess I am lucky though in the sense that I haven't been necessarily feeling all of those vibes my intuition though has been so strong but I don't really know if I really want to know everything before it happens especially when it's like you know not the best I won't you know gossip too much but there definitely were some things happening this week where I was like I just have a feeling that it's not gonna go well I don't know why but I just like have a feeling that this is gonna happen and then it came true and it's like wow like yes having you know, a strong intuition is definitely good. I know Jade probably feels like this all the time because her Mercury is in Cancer. So this is like, you know, her regular vibe. But like, I don't know. I'd rather just only know the good things. Yeah, it's really something else being psychic. It's like fun and it's not fun at the same time. But my intuition's been mad strong lately. Like, Again, don't want to say too much, but, you know, I'm trusting the signs in the universe in all areas of life, career, friendships, home life. We're just really trusting the intuition and it's really navigating me into the right the right place in life. I'll obviously, you know, spill some beans once we get there. But, you know, we're taking some good steps and following our intuition and you'll know more in the weeks to come about about everything there's a lot there's a lot but let's you know clear up some confusion for a lot of you all so you know mercury and pisces as it's finishing out its home stretch has been getting everyone kind of more in this spiritual mindset where people you know are seeking out readings from Kara and I as well as other astrologers other tarot readers other people And multiple people have reached out on all platforms kind of sort of confused as to like how to book with us. So we just wanted to really like briefly break down our services because I know that it can be a bit confusing and hard to understand. So normally on any given day, you can book a regular astrology reading on astromillennials.com. 
Right now, I am in final season in grad school. I am in some major life transitions, you know, in my own personal life. And I really, like, want to book all of you and, like, read for you all regularly that way. But I have absolutely no availability. So currently on my end, I am not accepting any readings on astromillennials.com. That will probably change in May, maybe a little earlier. But I promise you all, in the spring and in the summer, I will have open availability. But for now, no astromillennials.com on my end. Kara, similar vibe, but I'll let you discuss Yeah, I actually tweeted about this, but I'm sure that not everyone saw it. So I'm also like in school. I'm a full-time student. I'm taking 24 credits this semester. So there's a lot of stuff going on currently and actually kind of for, I don't know, a few weeks now probably. All of my readings on our website are closed and that is for a few reasons. One, so that I could originally catch up on most of the readings that I had, but also so that I would have more time to do other things, especially because there's a lot of assignments and things coming up. So I didn't want to be stressed having to like do the readings and any of that. So I decided to close them. I have a lot of like exciting things coming up and I don't mean to like sit here and like gloat or anything. It's just I'm graduating. My birthday's in the end of what is it? (laughs) The end of April. And then I have my graduation. And then also we have like a dance show and performance. And like, there's just a lot of things going on. So I probably won't be opening up my readings officially on the website until after all that is over, which will be like in May, June ish. However, there have been some people that have reached out to me, whether that was like in the DMs or emails and things like that. So I might be taking readings that way. So if you have already DM'd me or if you like really just want to be on like, I guess like a wait list, you can feel free to reach out because I might do like a few of them. I just don't want to open them up and then you know, like have to close them again or be overwhelmed or have to deal with any of that. So I'm taking it like very slowly right now but even though you can't book with us there like on the website currently there are other options yeah so let's discuss the difference between a hey hero and intro we've been talking a lot about both because at the moment that is the only way to book with Kara and I now again eventually we'll have our regular readings which, you know, are audio recordings your own personalized podcast episode sort of situation on our website eventually, just not probably until May. But if you book with us on Hey Hero, that will be, it's predominantly for astrology related questions. So if you're looking for like a quick answer, that's the way to go. We have a lot of space available to do those because they're only four minutes. So that's why we're doing a lot of the Hey Heroes because we still want to, you know, help and answer everyone's questions and, you know, give people short interpretations of whatever they might ask, you know. We've looked over people's compatibility, given some career stuff, you know, we've done sort of like what can I expect this year type of vibes, explaining transits, all of them on Hey Hero, but just know if you book with us on there, there is a four minute max, so the video that you'll receive will only be up to four minutes, which is like not a bad thing, just something to be mindful of because I know some people are like, I want a birth chart reading, like 
do I book it on Hey Hero? And I'm like, no. I mean, you could, but it's going to be really, 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 really short. And then we have intro, which is the shortest time limit is 15 minutes and it can go all the way up to an hour. Those are live. The reason why we have those open is because we can set a schedule for those. And we can say like, okay, on Wednesdays, I have a two hour block to sit down and talk with people, you know, and book it that way. So that way it's not this full, like, you know, it's easier to manage in that way as well. So intro is live where we can talk face to face on video. And that is open as well. And that can be anywhere between 15 minutes to a full hour. So If you were looking to have your chart read in that type of way and didn't want to wait for us to open our regular readings, you can book a slot on intro because they can go all the way up to an hour, which is how long our normal birth chart readings are. That was something you were really interested in is on intro. So just to recap, no readings on astromillennials.com at the moment. Those will resume probably in May for both of us. Hey, hero, four-minute short questions, intro questions, and chart readings anywhere between 15 minutes to an hour. Those are open. Hopefully that clarified some things. Yes, and we'll continue to keep you updated per usual. All of those links will be in our description if you are interested in booking with us. Again, it's more so just like a practical thing. You know, we both have a lot of tourist energy. It's more about that and our schedules and what's going on right now. But don't worry, we will be opening up our regular readings eventually. But for now, it's just going to be Hey Hero and Intro. So hopefully, like Jay said, that clarifies. And again, if you ever have any questions, you could just like DM us and we'll let you know. Okay, so without further ado, let's get right into Mercury and Aries. So Mercury, the planet of communication and information, it's how you're processing this podcast right now. It's how you process all of it. Mercury will be moving into the cardinal fire sign of Aries. What on earth does that mean? Cardinal energy likes to take initiative. Fire energy is very passionate and kind of quick moving from time to time. So when you put mercury in Aries, you find that you start taking more initiative in life and you do them kind of sort of you know, without hesitation. There's a lot of taking the lead in all areas of your life, making, you know, choices more efficiently, you know, starting projects, starting new endeavors, and overall just starting to step outside of your comfort zone. This is a really good transit for like sending risky texts. You know, if you're texting somebody that you care about, maybe you say something, you know, a little... A little out there or maybe you finally you know are calling it a quits with someone and then you send that risky text or you put in your two weeks or whatever it is that you're doing this is the time for those risky conversations because the energy is prompting you to do it now yeah when mercury is in aries sometimes it can uh, you know make you a little bit feisty a little bit maybe uh, 
more confrontational than usual. Sometimes it also can be kind of like an impulsive energy. And I have this in my chart, so no shade at all to anyone who like, you know, has this. But there is a potential to almost like accidentally offend other people or make assumptions or hurt someone's feelings because it is kind of like blunt and direct. And sometimes things can just come out the wrong way. So I did just want to mention that as well, just in case you end up up, you know in some little tiffs or situations and things like that and you're like why is this happening like why is everyone fighting why is everyone trying to start an argument with me like if things like that come up just know that that's because mercury is in aries and that's kind of the nature of it but i really think that for this one of the most I don't know, important ways or one of the best ways to actually utilize the energy in terms of like, again, a more practical approach and what you can almost like make of this transit is really about the planning aspect of it. Again, Mercury deals with communication, but it also deals with how we process and plan and do all of those like cognitive thinking skills and things. So because Aries is a cardinal sign and it's really good at taking initiative and doing things and getting things started, like now is the best time to be doing that. So if you find yourself getting inspiration or just wanting to do something, like I really can't emphasize how beneficial it would be to actually get things started during this transit. Yeah, I actually have a really funny story about this. So if we think about Aries being the first sign of the zodiac and then Taurus energy follows it, you think of Aries, you know, this is very metaphorical. I'm not saying that this is what Aries is or what Taurus is. This is a metaphor. Aries being, you know, fresh, the baby, you know, again, metaphor, metaphor, not saying Aries or babies. If you listen to Aries season, you would know already, but you have the baby. Taurus energy deals with like, you know, growth and it's, you know, slow moving and there's, you know, progress and it's very, I don't know, it knows how to harvest things. So, you know, and then Gemini is the communicative energy that comes after and it's more, yeah, you get the point. So at least I hope you get the point. This time last year when Mercury had entered Aries, I literally planted seeds. I started an herb garden because it's all about the beginning. That's the beginning, the seed. And then during Taurus season, it has this ability to grow and flourish. And, you know, you nurture it and you water it. And then it sees the light, you know, the air, the air sign. You start with the idea, the fire, the Taurus, the earth. It grows into the air to see the sun get the vibe anyway metaphorically speaking this is a really good time to plant seeds literally in any area of your life things that you're looking to work on over time so that way during Taurus season you have the diligence and you know the time and the effort and the motivation to you know see see things through to have that progress to have that growth or you can quite literally plant seeds and maybe start an herb garden I grew basil and thyme last year so Anyway, hopefully that made sense. When you were talking about that metaphor, I was thinking about another one, which I never even realized. I don't know if anyone said this before me, so I do apologize if this isn't an original thought or idea, but (laughs) the signs are low-key, like, really in alignment with, like, how people develop, and I only know this because I'm studying to get my master's in dance education, and we talk about things like that, but, like, when you're first born, it's it's all about the self. 
So again, Mercury and Aries being about what you want to do, your passions, your drive, focusing on what is best for you. And then again, after, you know, you're born and you really are born with that like more central focus being yourself and your ego and like those types of things like it's all about you know survival essentially but then you get to learn you know comfort and touch when your I don't know parents are holding you and they're feeding you and things like that and then after you go through that process you learn how to talk and communicate like Gemini so I never put that together until right now but figured I'd share it just because anyone wanted to know you know my Mercury is an Aries so I'm out here thinking on my feet and hopefully everyone else will be on what I was just gonna say like look at your Mercury and Aries like you're thinking so quick like that's literally what everyone's gonna do ideas 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 and they never end (laughs) and planting the seeds letting them flourish look you you heard it here first you saw it here first Mercury and Aries thinking quickly making decisions quickly speaking passionately taking the lead so many good things and also learning fast too as Kara just did relating the information I'm really just hyping you up I'm like look at Kara look at what she just did took all this information had an idea developed it in her head so quickly that could be you this could be you Oh my gosh. But like learning fast and picking up information and processing it quickly, but also moving on from things quickly if you're not interested in whatever you're learning. Anyway. Are we moving on? Yeah, let's move on. Let's discuss the Mercury and Aries aspects. So normally, this is when I say, you know, the aspects are what makes this juicy. But like, honestly, I really like these aspects to Mercury and Aries. Like, I'm a big fan of how these aspects are going to play out, and I'm excited to share them all with you. They're pretty good. So, April 10th, Mercury will sextile Saturn. Sextiles are positive aspects. We like to see them. And Saturn deals with discipline and karma, as we know. And when you have Mercury dealing with communication and Saturn with discipline, you start having mental discipline. It's like sort of starting to think more long term about your goals and actually having that motivation to like actually follow through on them and making a plan and seeing things out. This is also a really good transit for organizing your life. I know in therapy last week, I was talking to my therapist, you know. Like, these are some goals I have, savings goals, health goals, whatever. What can I do to get the ball rolling on it, you know, and having these conversations about how I can be more disciplined and it's just very on brand for Mercury, sextiling Saturn like that, figuring out what you want long term and actually having that motivation and the discipline to mentally stay committed to what you want to do and organizing things so that way you can attain them. It's pretty nice. Yeah, especially because when Mercury's in Aries, there tends to be more of a focus on, you know, wanting things right now and not necessarily wanting to be patient and wait. And the sextile to Saturn will actually help that and help us to, again, be disciplined and patient with ourselves. It really reminds me, this is definitely not what the actual experiment is called, but I mean, they actually did this on TikTok, but it's the thing with the marshmallows yeah. where they put the two marshmallows. I think they put one actually in front of the child and they're like, you can have this one right now or you can wait two minutes and then you get two. Like that's what this transit is. So if you find yourself feeling maybe a little bit impulsive or just like impatient and like, I want the thing now, trust me, I get it. I get like this all the time. Whenever me and Jade have something coming up, I'm like, can't we just post it? I was like, can we just release it? And like, I want to do it immediately after we make it. And like, that's 
obviously not how it works. Usually we're doing things at random times and like whatever else. So I feel you. But at the same time, what's the way is like worth the reward, if that makes any sense. So actually taking the time to let things happen the way that they're meant to will be really valuable, especially in terms of building the foundation with Saturn there. Moving on, a jam-packed day. Jam-packed, April 17th. Why is this day so jam-packed? Mercury will be sextile Jupiter, sextile Mars, and also square Pluto all at once, all in one go, all on April 17th. What a day. What a time. Mercury sextile Jupiter. Again, sextile's positive aspects. Jupiter is extremely positive. It's optimistic. It deals with blessings in life. Mercury sextile Jupiter is like prime optimistic energy, really just feeling good, thinking positive thoughts, having, you know, just good energy, also being more talkative, having big picture ideas. It's nice. Mercury sextile positive aspect to Mars, your motivation, it's adding action to your thoughts. It's having, you know, like this is the thing that I want to do and now I'm actually going to go ahead and do it. Taking action on the things that you say. Then we have square, which is, you know, that's tension, not the best vibe, to Pluto, which deals with transformation. It's very deep. It's very, I don't know, thinking things on a more like just I hate to say deep again, but on a deeper level and really like seeking to understand things fully. There might be some tension there, but when you put all three of these together, it just gives me very strong plan for the future vibes. You know, thinking big picture, ready to take action, but also seeking to understand things. Very good for planning for the future. Yeah, I'm about to come in here and be like a negative Nancy or yeah, I think that's what they're called. I don't know why I turned into bad cop this episode. I'm like Mars, aggression. Like that's not true. I don't, but like, you know, I feel like I just, I can't not mention it again because Jupiter, again, is very optimistic and it expands whatever, you know, it's interacting with. And there definitely is that drive and that optimism and that look towards the future. But again, Mars is there being a little bit impatient. It's wanting things maybe a little bit now. And you just need to be mindful of that, especially with the square to Pluto, because there might be some things coming up for you that you need to address, essentially. And whatever that is for you, and you might not go through this. Again, we're all going through our own like healing process. Not everyone experiences the transits in the same ways. Again, it really does also depend on your own chart. But just know that sometimes Pluto can bring up some things like you know, bring things to the surface that need to be healed or acknowledged. So for me, in my head, the story that I'm getting is like anything that is holding you back essentially from doing the things that you want to do because again mercury sextile jupiter mars insanely positive it's all about what you're going to do but then that tension to pluto could be like you know just kind of questioning like oh can i do it like you know is this really for me am i gonna fail like acknowledging maybe some of those things like some of those kind of thoughts or insecurities might come up so again just something to be aware of yeah and per usual if you have like any curiosity as to how mercury and aries is gonna affect you and your chart what things you should look out for I know that Mercury in Aries forms a conjunction to my natal Saturn, so that's happening. I honestly don't mind it. I'm really looking forward to it, which is like a hot take. But anyway, 
If you're curious to know how this is going to impact you and your chart specifically, you can book with us on either Hey Hero or Intro. As we mentioned, the only two places we are taking readings right now. Hey Hero will give you that short little four minute video if you want to book. We'll discuss how is Mercury and Aries going to impact you? What can you expect? Or if you would rather, you know, talk about it face to face or just, you know, ask any other questions, intros the place. Those are short, anywhere between 15 minutes to an hour video chat format readings that you can book with us as well. And our little gift to you is our discount code. (laughs) It is STARS, all caps, S-T-A-R-S for both of the platforms for hey hero stars again all caps gives you 30 percent off and then on intro you get 20 dollars off of your reading get your discount and then yeah all of the links will be in the description per usual with all that info etc don't worry it's all there for you we interrupt this programming to give you some saturn square uranus updates woo <laughs> so we started doing this in last week's episode we hope you like it i think you do at least that's what my intuition is telling me saturn square uranus what exactly is that saturn deals with discipline and karma and authority and all these other things square tension uranus the unexpected rebellion that is like the signature transit of 2021 that is what's making 2021 the year that it is so we'll be experiencing it all year We're going to provide, you know, regular updates on how this transit's playing out and impacting society. The first one I want to talk about is that Krispy Kreme. So, okay. Uranus, the unexpected, right? It's in Taurus, which, you know, deals with food and brands and companies like that, you know? Krispy Kreme donuts is bribing people to get vaccinated. Saturn and Aquarius, you know? It's like kind of authority, but Aquarius energy is all about the people. It's progressive. Saturn and Aquarius is, you know, focusing on building up the common good. But yeah, Krispy Kreme, bribing people to get vaccinated with free donuts for the rest of 2021. That is the most Saturn square Uranus thing I could literally ever think of a brand bribing people with a social justice cause that's good for, you know, the world. So on brand. Anyway. I just think it's so funny that they're like, yes, be healthy, get vaccinated, and then eat all of these donuts. Like something about it is just so it's just so funny to me. I also don't like live near Krispy Kreme, so I think I've only had them like, I don't know, once or twice in my whole life. But you know, you do you. I just think that there's something so funny about them trying to promote health and donuts at the same time. Definitely very rebellious. I'm sure Uranus is all about that. It's definitely different. I used to get Krispy Kreme all the time in Penn Station before I went vegan. Oh, they're not vegan? I don't know why. Uh, Never mind. I forgot nothing's vegan. In my head, though, everything is. Because it could be, but then I remember, like, milk, eggs, I get it. Do you know what's definitely not vegan? (laughs) Cinnamon Toast Crunch. (laughs) Not that there's shrimp in there. Oh my god, Cara, I'll let you start. I don't even know. This one was just so, so funny to me. So if you didn't hear 
apparently someone bought a box of cinnamon toast crunch and found like two shrimp tails in it i guess that's the best way to like describe it and i'm pretty sure they were like covered in cinnamon sugar or whatever but obviously this person complained i feel like it was wasn't this person important though wasn't it like a celebrity or someone related i don't know i don't know actually i'm like 90 percent sure they have like a blue check mark on but anyways they essentially confronted cinnamon toast crunch and was like hey like what like this is shrimp and then and then the brand was like you know they essentially were like no that isn't shrimp that's just like some extra cinnamon sugar that didn't get mixed fully but like it was clearly shrimp (laughs) you have to like just go find the receipts and read the conversation because that's really why it's funny like I'm definitely not doing the story justice so please like google it yeah me either but it's again just on brand for Saturn Square Uranus because like there you have like the people (laughs) you know the people in power Saturn Square Uranus like the people are literally attacking Cinnamon Toast Crunch you know Taurus a brand food Uranus the unexpected like that's you're kidding me like it astrology is so weird it's so wild this it's interesting to see how this transit continues to just like outdo itself but like this was really something else and also i'm never gonna eat cinnamon toast crunch because i'm a vegan so wait are you telling me it's oh it's not vegan now because of the shrimp i don't even know if it was before i didn't really eat it i don't really like sugary cereals (laughs) oh i'm like must be nice i'm like i like cinnamon toast crunch but i actually haven't had it because fun fact i mean everyone knows this probably by now if you listen to the podcast but i studied abroad in london blah 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 they don't have the same foods that they have here so they have like a different version of cinnamon toast crunch and i got so used to it and it's like significantly like less sugary so now when i eat the regular version like now i'm one of those people that's like wow that's so sweet but i never used to be that way yeah i used to eat raisin bran for fun when i was in high school <laughs> my mom loves it for no reason i, I don't I understand loved raisin it bran back the then. only good part is the raisin because it's squishy i don't know why that was like really my thing couldn't could not tell you i literally loved raisin bran But anyways, lastly, on our Saturn Square Uranus update, Ellen, you know, I don't really watch anything other than like HGTV, so I didn't know about this, but Ellen apparently lost a million viewers because word got out that she has a toxic work environment. But again, Uranus, the unexpected word getting out in that way Taurus can deal with work environments and then you know the people and Saturn karma losing millions of viewers the people Aquarius because of a toxic work environment Uranus and Taurus there we have it wild Sam so yeah that's the wild update in astrology and we know that sometimes the astrology can be stressful. It can be a lot. Mercury and Aries is making us think so quickly, which is why it's so important to stay calm, cool, and collected with dun, 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 recess. What is recess? Recess is a drink. It is a CBD drink with adaptogens. It's got, you know, it's hemp extract american ginseng l-theanine and lemon balm it is a delicious 
refreshing beverage that got me through my final exams. It's getting me through this podcast episode right now because it keeps me mellow, but also productive. We love recess. Kara and I are both drinking them right now. What do we have today? The blood orange flavor. Is that the one we both have? Blood orange. Yes. It's really good. It's actually really good. I think this is my favorite flavor, TBH. But anyway... We love recess. It's what gets us through through this podcast. So if you want to join us on this journey, this experience, it's honestly, we didn't mention this, but it's so aesthetically pleasing. My Libra Rising absolutely loves how cute the packaging is. That's like a side note. But anyways, if you're interested in checking it out, we'll have a link below. And we also have the code ASTRO, A-S-T-R-O, all caps for 15% off of your order. If you are interested, no pressure, of course, but do know that that code applies to everything like on the website. So like any single purchases, subscriptions, apparel, all of that. Yeah. Go check it out. Drink recess. Reset your mind. Feel fresh, rejuvenated, calm, and not aggressively angry at your neighbors for playing trombone while you're recording the podcast. Yeah, it definitely does help for that. We kind of tweet about this often. I usually cut it out of the podcast, but now I'm obviously not going to. We always are struggling with like noises. So this is definitely helpful in terms of calming those nerves and not getting stressed out every single time we hear a noise and worrying about it getting caught in our audio. Yup. But anyways, if you hear any <laughs> trombone music in the background, just know that my neighbors decided that... It was band practice time. So it sounds oh like Oh a- my gosh. Do you remember actual band practice time, Jade? Oh my god, stop. You, you just triggered me. I, you yes. triggered me first and now I had to share the memory with you. Wow. TBT. Just to like update everyone, we obviously we lived together in college and there was a legitimate band that would play in our basement, which is like all right. But you had to have heard, like, how bad they were. It was not good. Like, that's what made it worse. It was so loud. Yeah, I would rather take (laughs) trombone practice because, like, my neighbors are low-key pretty good. It sounds like Panera Bread in my room from, you know, the window. But anyways, yeah, no, when Kara and I lived together, it was – that was a mess. Like, not me and Kara living together. We were great roommates. But, like, the band practice situation did not need to happen. Anyways, (laughs) let's discuss – So, you know, as we know, this episode's all about Mercury, all about, you know, Mercury and Aries taking those initiatives, you know, planning things out. We decided to help you plan your life. Whoa. (laughs) Welcome to Astro Fun Facts. Today, we're going to be talking about planetary days. Kara loves planetary days. Kara has her Mercury and Aries. This episode is dedicated Kara, I decided that I'm dedicating this one to you. <laughs> but yeah, we just thought talking about planetary days would be fitting because, you know, mercurial energy and Mercury and Aries with all the aspects it's going to make, it's going to be really good for planning your life out. So we're going to help you get your shit together. So get a notepad, get a pen, write things down. This is very important information. You are about to get your life together. Like, I'm so serious. You're about to literally get your life together right now. So pay attention. Like, wow, the moment has come. We're finally going to give everyone all of our secrets. I feel like I've been talking about this and I love planetary days. They are my favorite thing. They changed my life. And I was doing them before 
you know, everyone else was on this wave, but whatever, it's fine. I'll get over it. I won't be like that. But yeah, I'm excited to jump right into this. So what are planetary days, Jade? So in case you did not know, each day of the week is ruled by a planet. So what on earth does that mean? Basically, you know, I'm just going to breeze through them real quickly and then we'll talk more about them in detail. Like the sun is real, Sunday's the sun, Monday the moon, Tuesday Mars, blah, 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 blah. So on like Sundays, right, that's when it's ruled by the sun, like the sun placement in your chart or in the transit gets highlighted. It becomes the focal point. Monday, you know, it's the moon, wherever the moon is in your chart or, you know, wherever the moon is transiting becomes the focal point because that day has its own planet that is correlated to it, if that makes sense. So yeah, just to like go through all of them, Sunday is, you know, obviously ruled by the sun. Monday is ruled by the moon. Tuesday is ruled by Mars. Wednesday is ruled by Mercury. Thursday is ruled by Jupiter, Friday is ruled by Venus, and Saturday is ruled by Saturn. I feel like a good way to explain this actually might be similar to how we usually explain like our season episodes where we'll usually say something along the lines of like when you know, we change seasons when the sun is in a certain sign or when planets are in a certain sign, we all kind of like take on those qualities. And that's kind of similar for the planetary days where each day you take on the qualities of that planet. And it's really good to kind of do things that are in alignment with that planet depending on the day, if that makes any sense. So that's what we're talking about in terms of like planning things like we're obviously going to go through and tell you what you know like all the tea what you should do on all of the days but just know that that's kind of the general principle behind this is that you kind of want to align your life based on the energy of that day essentially at least you know to the best of your capabilities we don't want astrology to rule our lives but I do think that it's very helpful especially if you're planning something big or you like you know have something really important to do. Yeah, like to give an example of a time that I use this in real life, I always talk about this because I am really proud of this chart election that I did for myself a really long time ago, not that long ago, where like I needed to like take out a loan for school and I was really nervous because I was still collecting unemployment and I was nervous about how that was going to go. And I like elected a chart, but I specifically did it on a Thursday, which was a Jupiter day. Uh, and I did it at a Jupiter hour and I did it when things fell into my natal eighth house. I was so proud of this <laughs> election, but Jupiter can deal with those things. I did it on a Thursday. It's very good for school, low key, good for money. So that was a really good chart election. Just to give you an example, I also am planning something very important that will be happening on a Tuesday, which is a Mars day. It's good for taking action. Mars is good for separation. And I have a day in May where I'm going to be using that Mars energy. But let's discuss day by day. What on earth do you need to know? Let's start with Sunday, you know, the day of rest. Things that happen on Sunday, you know, typically if we think about the sun and how, you know, the sun is like Leo's ruler here, it's pretty good for confidence. It's a 
common day for recognition. It's a really good day for getting noticed. And if you're someone who's been on Instagram, you'll probably notice like even if you're like a content creator or just someone who's on Instagram that like a lot of the posts perform really well on Sunday. And that's because, you know, it's the sun. It's good for confidence, recognition, getting noticed. Also, oddly, Sundays are really good for your health too. So yeah, typically for me on Sundays, this is the day where I'm like getting my life back together after the weekend. I usually do feel really good about myself on a Sunday and uh, it is the day that I create all of our content for the Blame the Stars Instagram. I do that on Sundays, which again, good for, you know, the socials, you know, good for getting noticed, good for feeling good about yourself, you know, all of those Sunday vibes or like think about the skincare, the face mask, feeling good in your own skin on Sunday vibes. What about you? What are your Sundays like, Kara? Similar vibe. I try to have a chill Sunday and what that looks like for me usually means that I try to get all of my homework done before Sunday so that Sundays all I have to do is like worry about the podcast and like things like that so yeah I do kind of want to mention this might be like a little bit advanced but if you know your chart you can kind of think about it like so Sunday activates the sun and you could think about where your sun is so like my sun is in Taurus so I feel like that's really why Sundays for me are a lot more relaxed and chill. Yeah, it's funny though, because like obviously my son is in cancer, which is an extremely creative energy. And like I said, that's the day that I'm making all the Instagram posts. I'm being very creative on Sundays. Yeah, so that was just like a little fun fact for anyone who wants to almost like take it a step further. But regardless, it's a really good day to again, focus on your health and confidence and, you know, things like that. Then we move on. On to Monday, which is ruled by the moon. Fun fact, I was born on a Monday and I am a Cancer, which is the moon. So I love that for for myself. (laughs) But Mondays, moon days, very good for connecting to your emotions. If you think about all those days where you wake up and you don't want to be at work and you're tired, it's because, you know, the astrology literally wants you to relax. Like the Monday moon energy, it's like no, 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 I have all these feelings I need to process. It's very, you know, low-key type of vibe. Like, I don't know. It's, you know how everyone hates Mondays? It's because we're being forced to work when we just want to, like, process everything. You know, it's very typically emotional, which, I mean, my Mondays always pretty much suck. So yeah, typically I always feel down on this day, which is pretty sad. But I mean, on the bright side, like I think about in the morning too, when like I want to wake up really early and I'm, I feel like I would be motivated to, you know, do my 5am meditation and do all those things. But then there's like the times where I just really want to hit snooze and it's because the moon. Mondays just like feel really internal to me. It really is that like chill, relaxed vibes. Like I really don't know how the week like starts on a Monday when it's moon day and that's like kind of the opposite of what we naturally want to do. I can say that it's sometimes a good time to like meditate and focus on your emotions and journal and do things like that. I'm so negative about Mondays. I don't know if anyone likes Mondays though. Yeah, it's funny too because again, like 
with the sun day, like how you'd look at your sun, like my moon is in Taurus, which is also very restful energy. So like Mondays, I'm just literally called to rest and like tap into my Taurus moon energy and just like lay and just be. (laughs) Oh, that's so funny too, because Mondays are when I plan my week and I'm a Virgo moon, which is all about like planning and things like that too. I'll always like update my calendar and my to-do list and things like that like on Monday and I always thought that was you know because that's what you're supposed to do on a Monday but you're probably right it definitely is my Virgo moon that's like no let's do it on Monday because I guess most people would probably do that on Sunday I don't really know but yeah that's my Monday routine just because anyone wanted to know (laughs) sure everyone was wondering Yeah, then we move into Tuesday, which is a Mars day, which I briefly mentioned earlier. It's really good for taking action. This is good for exercise, and it's also good for separations. If you're planning to walk away from something, it's good to do it on a Mars day. But I think it's really funny because on Tuesdays, when I used to work out, when I had a gym membership, like... I never could start my workout week on a Monday. I always was that person who would rather work out like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, like Friday. I could never get myself to go to the gym on a Monday. But it's because the Mars energy. It's like now I can wake up at five in the morning and do my meditation. Now I have the motivation to do everything. My motivation fully comes back to me on Tuesdays. Like I wake up so early, meal prep, do all of that. Like Tuesday energy is really where I'm like tapped in, ready to go. I feel good. I get a lot of homework done. Like the motivation on Tuesday is immaculate, but also it's a Mars day. Yeah, for me too, I'm probably the most productive in terms of like school stuff and other like random errands. I low-key like don't like running errands. I feel like they take so long. But if I go on a Tuesday, it's always quick. And that's definitely that Mars energy that really kind of comes in. Again, speaking of this, this is another thing that I noticed in my own personal life. My Mercury obviously is in Aries. We said that a million times, but I always find that because my Mercury is ruled by Mars, that Tuesdays are a really good time for me to like communicate, like to like do a lot of like that homework, to like type things, to like write, you know, discussion posts, my essays, things like that is really good for me to do on Tuesdays, actually, which you would think would be better on you know, Wednesdays, which we'll talk about in a moment. But for me, it actually is Tuesdays. So just another little fun fact. And if you are interested in doing this, I really do encourage you to reflect on your own experiences and what you find because we're giving you like some general ideas, but you can explore more beyond it if you're curious. Yeah, then we move on to Wednesdays. So Wednesdays have a very special place in my heart for the past maybe four years I haven't worked on Wednesdays it's been my day off consistently for like four years even like I think back in college like all my rehearsals were always Wednesday night if Kara you remember my Wednesday night rehearsals Wednesday that's been my day for no good reason Mercury, that's the ruler of Wednesdays. It is great for getting things done, like thinking about like running errands, writing things out, organizing. It's mental energy. So since Wednesdays have been my day off for literally maybe four years, 
this is a day where I don't work. I do all my school work for the day. It's when I write the outline for the podcast. I do my laundry. I go to my appointments. I have therapy. I go to the grocery store. I meal prep for the rest of the week. Like I do everything on Wednesdays. Like all of it happens. My Wednesdays are so jam-packed even though it's my day that I don't work. I wake up literally still at five in the morning, shower, makeup, record the YouTube video for the week, answer the hey heroes, answer the intro calls, answer all our emails. All of it's getting done on Wednesday. Like that's truly the day that I get my whole life together. But like also the nature of Mercury. So just so that you all know, while Jade is doing all of that on Wednesday, I am sitting in class and I just did the math for like seven and a half hours. So uh, that really just like, you know, that's a lot. And I feel like I don't get the full Wednesday experience because of it. So yeah, I actually can't remember a time when, you know, before the semester to think about what I used to do on Wednesdays. So yeah, definitely good for communicating and organizing and doing all of those Mercury related things. But I feel like I'm getting gypped because of my school schedule. Yeah, I'm like even thinking back to when we would have rehearsals on Wednesdays, like all my ideas were always flowing, Mercury ideas. And everyone was always kind of chatty. I know, everyone <laughs> Sorry was. to out everyone like that, but... <laughs> no, I used to yell in my rehearsals so much, I'd get so mad. <laughs> anyway, Thursday, Jupiter day. Jupiter energy, this is good for spiritual things, you know, Kara and I record our podcast on Thursdays, spiritual podcast. Also a good day for school, low key and good for money. As I mentioned, like I intentionally did some loan stuff, some stuff with my credit cards. That's like Thursday energy, the Jupiter day energy. It's also according to my statistics final, the day that I spend the most amount of time on Twitter, but I'm also engaging in spiritual Twitter, astro Twitter, so it makes a lot of sense that like Thursdays are the day that I'm the most active on social media because I want to be learning all the spiritual things and enjoying the Jupiter energy. Yeah, that's definitely true. Thursdays are the days that I usually do my readings because it's all like spiritual work. It's all about, you know, Jupiter related topics, so I usually try to do all of them on thursdays also fun fact if you're someone who you know used to like to go out prior to the pandemic of course thursdays were low-key a good night because first of all jupiter is a very fun energy and also not everyone goes out on thursdays so you know that whoever is out on a thursday like it's going to be fun so i did just want to like add that then we move into friday which is venus day venus you know it deals with money so no coincidence here that a lot of people have payday on fridays this is really good energy for looking good feeling your best and also like parties socializing enjoying good food and wine the venus lifestyle there so typically Actually, this is not even typically. This is literally every single week. I order myself food at work for lunch on Fridays to treat myself. And, you know, normally I really liked going out on Fridays. But, you know, 
COVID, so nobody goes out anymore. Fridays to me are just like super like treat yourself days, if that makes any sense. This is why I like to get all of my homework done, you know, so I can enjoy my Friday night and do all of those good things. I know it is a good day to go out, but unfortunately, we don't have those opportunities due to the pandemic. But again, hopefully that like ends soon so we can really, you know, thrive on Fridays again, even if that just means, you know, doing other things that we enjoy. I really think that there's a lot of ways actually to take advantage of that energy, especially for someone who likes to, you know, like take a shower, do your face mask, skincare routine, like things like that are just very Venus to me. Yeah, on top of that, also like good shopping energy. I know a lot of people like to go shopping like on Fridays with their paycheck and enjoy that stuff. But anyways, last but not least, we have Saturday, Saturn day. So this is a really good day for getting things done too, being disciplined, decluttering low key. So I typically actually every Saturday finally clean things out in my apartment, take out the garbage. You know, every morning I like empty the dishwasher, but like empty the dishwasher, do all the garbage stuff, clean up, tidy up around the apartment. I also typically like to grocery shop. If I'm going to grocery shop in person, I'll do that on a Saturday and I always do homework in the morning on Saturdays so that way you know for the rest of the night I don't have to worry about it because I was getting things done enjoying that Saturn disciplined energy yeah I feel like the karma I guess related to Saturn meaning like the reward but the discipline really comes out for me on Saturday because I go either one of two ways where I'm being very productive and I'm doing a lot of things Or I'm just relaxing and celebrating and vibing out. So yeah, you might find that you, you know, do that as well. I know that a lot of people like to, I don't know, I feel like it's a good like brunch day. I feel like people are out and about and doing things on Saturday, which you wouldn't necessarily attribute to Saturn. But like low key, it is kind of related to just enjoying yourself and doing what you need to do, even if that means, you know, being social and things like that. I always feel like it's like a combo day where you have the time where you're doing what needs to get done and you also have the time to do other things that you enjoy. Yeah, well, now that you know about planetary days, hopefully you can use them to your advantage. Figure out a little schedule for yourself. Look at placements in your own chart too and sort of figure out like, okay, like like for me, like, oh, Monday, moon day, Taurus moon, like rest, like just rest on a Monday. But my Saturn, you know, is in Aries and you know, is ready to go and I'm ruled by Saturn. So we're staying disciplined on that Saturday morning. But obviously, you'll look at it to your chart and figure out what works out for you or, you know, book with us on either Hey Hero or Intro and we can also help you plan your life out as well. Well, anyway, that is it for this week's episode. Hopefully you enjoyed Mercury and Aries. Think fast, get out on your feet, get moving, get started enjoy the spring air get on some rooftops have fun live laugh love anyways if you want to stay in the loop with everything that Kara and I are doing because we are doing some really 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 cool things that we can't talk about yet but we'll talk about pretty soon you're going to want to know because they involve you and they affect you and they deal with you and they're really cool and nice but we are not saying it yet but if you want to know for when we do talk about it 
you're going to want to make sure to follow us on Instagram at Astro Millennials and also at BLME The Stars. And also on our Twitter, I am Astro with a zero instead of an O, J A D E, and Kara is Astro with a zero instead of an O, K A R A. That is all. We'll see you all next Monday. Bye.